Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Ben Byram loves it. Philip the ref Pilkington loves it. Scooter loves it. I'm sure Coach O does. You know Coach O does. I've love always liked the Fogarty. This is the best baseball song. Oh, by far. Yeah. It's not even a debate. It drove Ben crazy a couple of years ago, so we always played as a, a spoof. Here we go. It had a cool video back in the day, too. You know what videos are? Yeah, the thing okay. that MTV was supposed to be right. before right. it was just ridiculousness 24 yeah. hours a day. Oh. Jersey Shore. Nothing more disheartening than to walk into the living room on a Thursday night and Jill's got Jersey Shore on. All right, uh, or whatever they're doing now. It's like older Jersey Shore. It's, it's, a, it's a mess. Jersey vacation or something. Uh, welcome in, everybody. We've got Pirate Baseball, special lead-in edition of the Patrick Johnson Show on this uh Tuesday, and have some programming notes for you. But uh, first, we say hello to the ref, Philip Pilkington, uh, who is uh, producing the show today. How are you, ref? You good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. How about you? Got the purple on. I like it. Ready for uh, Pirate Baseball tonight. We've uh, connected with our guy, Scott Rogers, and uh, he and Coach O uh, will be bringing you the action from Wilmington in uh, just a little bit. We're going to lead you into 45, and then they'll take the pregame like they always do, 6 o'clock, thereabouts, first pitch. For ECU and UNCW, Pirates need a win. They are 10-10, and 10, UNCW 12-7, and 7, and the uh, Sea Squawks will be fired up, as they always are, for uh, the Pirates coming to town. So uh, we'll do our Pirate Report here in just a second. A couple programming and uh, news notes for you. Uh, first of all, it does not look like, and, and i, I got to give the Panthers a little bit of credit on this, but they are not going to go with Baker Mayfield. They're not running to the next shiny object. I kind of like that. I guess they're going to build through the draft, which is probably what they should have done three years ago, but okay. But at least they're sticking with – they've said, well, we're going to build through the draft. Then they don't. So at least they're sticking with that plan seemingly now. That seems to be the plan. It does because yesterday was Kenny Pickett's pro day, today Malik Willis's, and at both of those pro days there's been the general manager, the assistant general manager, the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and the quarterback's coach. How comical was it? They were looking at – you seen the video of them looking at Pickett's hand? Yes, I have. Fitterer and and uh, the new OC. Uh, uh, ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo, who kind of just has a look of confusion about him anyway. I mean, it's just – it's silly. It's silly. But I'll give the Panthers some credit. That right now seems to be the – right because I, I think Baker Mayfield is your better option if you're serious about winning this year. I do, anyway. 
Well, yeah, right now, but you obviously got to build for the future. And the, the other weird thing about going after Baker is the big sexy thing about a Panther trade right now is Christian McCaffrey, but they have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, so they are in no market for McCaffrey anyway. So right. you're going to have to give up some defensive players you don't want to give up. I don't know. You know what's going to end up happening? Mayfield's going to be there with Watson. Because I don't know who's going to take Because he's due to make $19 million, I think 18.9 or something. But basically, 19, it's guaranteed. Nobody's going to take that on. Because, I mean, anybody who needs a quarterback is not going to take that on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, maybe like a Seattle, maybe. That's his only not. option. As I see it. Am I wrong about that? No, I, I would agree with you there. Because, I mean, basically the Saints have said we don't, we've made our decision after we got out of the Watson sweepstakes. The uh, Falcons have done what they've done. I, you know. I was thinking Indianapolis at one time, but obviously that's right. no, that's off that's, the that's table. That's off the table as well. So I don't think uh, Baker Mayfield, whew, and you know he's not a, a shrinking violet, so it'd be a, be, a, be a circus in Cleveland in the locker room uh, with the media, I mean. It really will be. All right. Um, we're uh, up and running here. Pirate baseball uh, has been moved to 4 o'clock tomorrow. So, so much for the five shows this week. Uh, but that's fine because I was thinking today, oh my gosh, I got to do five shows this week. How will I do it? So, we'll be back on Thursday. Our, our Children's Miracle Network Radiothon will be going on. We'll have uh, elements of that for you during uh, Thursday and Friday's program. Have you ever been, a, you've not been up here and been a part of that, have you? No, I haven't. This is my first spring here. Lots of good food. You'll like the food. Lots of good food. Uh, will be uh, brought in from the uh, folks at the Children's Hospital. But it's for a great cause, uh, and it's one of those things where if uh, it, it's a great asset to have in Eastern North Carolina, and we hope that you never have to utilize it if you're a parent or, or a grandparent even. But if you do, uh, it's great to know that it's there. So we'll be uh, it'll be on all of our stations across our uh, group here, uh, 107.9 WNCT, Talk 96.3, WTI, Talk 103.7, WTIB, Groove and Oldies will have uh, stuff as well, and we'll have uh, a couple guests from that in uh, in the building here. And and I like that it's here. You know, they've had it for years at the hospital, and that was was great, but I I like it having a little better here. I I think it allows for a better flow with our, uh, just to be able to get to all our radio stations. So I think, and I think the children's, uh, hospital folks like it too. So looking forward to seeing all them back in here, Rhonda and, uh, and everyone involved in, uh, in that. All right. Um, let's, uh, get our pirate report. Oh, Shane Winkler is going to be with us too in a little bit. He is the ECU softball coach. Does a really good job there. Uh, they have had their game against UNCW moved up from five o'clock scheduled for tomorrow to now three o'clock. So they'll play at three tomorrow. ECU baseball will play at four. We'll have the game for you here. And uh, we'll have, of course, the game for you at UNCW tonight. Pirates need a win. Uh, Let us uh, go through some of our cuts from Coach Godwin from the weekend in our Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Coach Godwin, uh, let's pick up here where he talked about uh, Carter Spivey. I guess these were the comments from Saturday after the game was moved from Friday and they completed it Saturday because of weather and then played the second game after that. So this is after the whole uh, shebang on Saturday, which was a long day at the park. 
Coach Godwin on Carter Spivey's uh, performance in game one against College of Charleston. Yeah, you know, the wind scaling out and um, <laughs> the guy got a ball up against uh, Mayhew and got enough barrel on it. So start the game with a three-run three homer, not how you design it. But Spivey came in and, and just squelched him. Lead-off double in the eighth. Freaking kept us right there. Offense responded, and we win game one. And then Sailor and Groves uh, pitching for the Pirates in game two as uh, the Pirates uh, were a tough luck loser in a close one in that one. Sailor, outstanding. I don't know how many, four innings, whatever, just outstanding. I thought Groves, too, after not having his best stuff early, just was able to manage it for us so we didn't have to go to the bullpen so early, which was huge for us going into tomorrow. Of course, this was comments from Saturday. Clam, uh, Cam Clonch, coach, talking about that. Well, he's committed to a plan. He's competitive, and we need more guys like him consistently. That is where things start to take some interesting uh, tones in the comments of Coach Godwin. Of course, if you missed our Inside the ECU Clubhouse podcast from yesterday, I would highly encourage you to go check it. Not right now while we're on the show, and maybe not if you're going to watch or listen to the game tonight, but sometime tomorrow maybe. Do it while you're supposed to be doing getting that report ready at work. Go to 943thegame.com and download it uh, there. Uh, great stuff from Coach Godwin. All right. Uh, not pleased with the uh, offense of the second game on Saturday was Coach. Uh, I, I didn't think our offense was very good um, the second game. It's amazing, this team, and it's my fault. But any time that we win a game or we feel good about ourselves, we just cannot actually show up and, and be competitive the next game. So we'll continue to get better and find the right guys. Yeah, sometimes it's, uh, I don't say tough to deal with prosperity, but that has been a challenge, it seems like, for the team this year. Uh, this is uh, Coach talking about the fielding in the first two games after the doubleheader Saturday. Yeah, we, we played good defense. You know, Agnos made some really good plays there in the uh, bottom of the eighth inning just to keep us there within two runs. Uh, but a lot of guys have played really good defensively. Coach Palumbo does a great job with our defense. And, um, you know, we have to we have to play good defense because all the time our offense don't show up. So that's a positive that they play good defense. And then uh, Coach Godwin had some post-game remarks after game three on Sunday. Uh, was asked for players that stood out to him in uh, what was uh, one of those days. Pirates hit a lot of balls on the button, but they were right at people, especially to start the game. And then uh, Cliff Godwin just didn't think they, they showed up that day. So this is what uh, Coach had to say when he was asked that question. Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, Shinkman did a good job. You know, a young guy getting out there that we've expected big things from. you savage. Got us out of an inning, looked good. Terwilliger pitched well. Bradley Wilson pitched well. Um, McChrystal got a swing off, threw a couple guys out, so that was nice to see. Not pleased uh, with their performance in game three as coach didn't think they showed up to play. Coach, uh, it's just it's bad, bad baseball. Like, I mean, it looks like we don't practice sometimes, and, you know, when we need pitchers, they're trying to bunt, and we hit a guy, and, you know, then next guy we bring in walks a guy uncompetitively. It's it's bad baseball. So that's on me. Um, we'll get better, but we'll continue to put the right guys out there, and these young guys will keep coming. And uh, Coach says that the Pirates have some soul-searching to do. Well, it is young, but it, the time's now. I can tell you that, or, or we're going to be just trying to play for a conference tournament and get in there and try to win the thing. So um, there needs to be some soul-searching by a lot of individuals on this team, I can tell you that. ECU uh, and UNCW tonight. Look, uh, Coach Godwin said it on the podcast yesterday, and uh, we brought you, brought you an excerpt of it on the radio side. But uh, essentially, 
if you don't uh, show up to play tonight, I mean, it could be another loss on the road. It could be a fifth straight or a fourth road loss in the last five games. Because, look, everybody likes a ha-ha about somebody super. It's not UNCW Super Bowl. They just like beating ECU and everything. And in baseball especially, because that's a program that has a lot of tradition, a lot of pride, a lot of guys that maybe felt like they should have been recruited maybe a little heavier by ECU and other institutions, and maybe we're not. I mean, it's a that is a workmanlike program, and in that place down there, you know, they, we all have a good time about Wilmy World, and there's all the uh, the beach and all the fun you can have down there. But that is a blue collar, lunch pail baseball program down there. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see how that uh, plays out tonight. All right, we'll break. Uh, Shane Winkler, when we come back, the ref will also have an update for you. Then we'll wrap things up and get it out to uh, Wilmington, uh, where uh, Scooter and Coach O are standing by. So stay tuned. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is Shane Winkler, head coach of Pirate Softball in his inaugural campaign, joins us next. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. On your flagship home of Pirate Football. 94.3 The Game. Are you shopping for a new boat but can't find exactly what you want or don't want? Check out Pair Custom Boats in Washington. They custom build your boat with no more or no less than exactly what you want. You can design it yourself with Pair Custom Boats. Towers, T-tops, no T-tops, forward seating, rear seating, or just a flush deck. They can customize your wants and needs in one of their four models. And the big news for 2022 is there are now two new models being introduced this year. The new 25-foot and 27-foot models will be great additions to the Pair Customs lineup. Call today, 252-717-7009. Visit the website at pairmarine.com or come see us in Little Washington, North Carolina. That's 252-717-7009 for Pair Custom Boats. Or visit the website and check out all the models at pairmarine.com. You can sit down and build your own custom-built center console with Pair custom boats at us cellular we know you have a choice of wireless carriers and while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones at us cellular you can choose any phone from any brand for free plus get unlimited data for just 30 dollars a month with four lines us cellular america's locally grown wireless terms apply to uscellular.com for details now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. 94.3 The Game's Miracle Maker Radiothon is back. We believe in miracles. Thursday and Friday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. We're teaming up with the Children's Miracle Network supporting the James and Connie Maynard Children's Hospital at Vident Medical Center. Call in your pledges to give the gift of growing up and ensure miracles keep happening in ENC. Thank you. Visit 943thegame.com now to make an early donation and learn more. With 94.3 The Game, caring for our communities. 
This is Tim Sutton with Greenville Auto World. When it comes to vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. It's hard to find a reliable and honest auto repair shop. That's where we come in. Greenville Auto World with a commitment to providing our customers with honest quality service at reasonable prices. Greenville Auto World has one of the most state-of-the-art repair facilities available in eastern North Carolina. Our technology, education, expertise provides you with the best care imaginable. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. Getting the Pirate Nation home. It's the Patrick Johnson Show. The well, drive home should be a delight. Here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. As promised, uh, we've got ECU softball coach Shane Winkler on the line with us here. Great to have coach as uh, they will be playing at home tomorrow against UNCW. We'll preview that. Talk about the season so far. Coach, great to talk to you on the radio. Saw you a couple weeks ago, and uh, thank you for taking a few minutes with us here this afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you having me. It's an exciting time of year for us, obviously, a, a string of a lot of games in a row and getting ready for conference play, so so we're excited. It's a busy time. You guys, five over uh, 500 right now after the sweep at Charleston this weekend, so uh you know, I'm not going to pretend I know the most about the Charleston program, but a sweep is still a sweep, especially on the road. How did your team play this weekend? You know, we, we, we played we played pretty well. Uh, their team is one that they don't produce a ton offensively, uh, but they've got a solid pitching staff. So we knew we were going to have to play some close games and, and find a way to scratch scratch some runs across. And I mean, we pitched, obviously, back-to-back shutouts to finish the weekend. And I think we got four of our last five games have been have been shutouts from our pitching staff. So... Uh, they, they've been throwing really well, but really an, an overall uh, quality outing by our group. We had a comeback win on uh, Saturday in game one where we were down 4 nothing heading into the seventh, and we scored five in the, in the seventh inning to come back, and that kind of set the tone for the doubleheader Sunday. So uh, really, really pleased with the way we're playing overall the past week and a half, but a, a great outing from our group this weekend. Saw you guys uh, a couple of weeks ago for the Purple and Gold Invitational, and uh, for those that weren't watching on ESPN+, Plus. Let's recreate Saturday for them uh, when you had Moorhead State <laughs> in. Yeah. Uh, the game, your guys are down one to nothing. And uh, it, it, it was one of those, it was the day it snowed here in Greenville. So yep. uh, the game got, was it supposed to be at 11, moved back to one. You're dealing with a lot of other teams participating. I mean, it's kind of a crazy thing. And right when we start, it starts misting sideways. And it wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. It kind of went away. And then later on, Pirates load the bases. This was I couldn't believe when you told me this. East Carolina loads the bases, and the ball or or it's two on in scoring position, and the batter it's ball four, but the ball gets away from the pitcher because I mean it was so slick, it you know slipped away, yep. went went to the backstop, and I think it was Jarvis maybe on third. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, yes, yes, she yeah, was your speediest runner, obviously, and she didn't even break. And you were telling me after the game, after it was decided to be canceled, they didn't. You all couldn't see the ball go to the backstop. Yeah, I, I, I caught it. I caught it late that it got away, and was trying to tell her go, 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 go. And, uh, and the, the rain again coming sideways, but it, it's literally coming right in our face. Uh, so you got twenty five, thirty mile per hour wind gusts. You got sideways rain in your face, uh, <laughs> and it just the, the conditions were terrible. We, we talk about our team all the time because at that time, Moorhead, uh, they were winless. I don't know if they've won since. So they yeah. they've been struggling. And we talk all the time about we're not playing against our opponent. We're playing against the ball. Right. 
Uh, once the ball leaves the pitcher's hand, doesn't matter. We're, we're competing against the ball. That doesn't matter. We'll, we'll do our preparation, but again, it's it's not it's not about the opponent. That day, we we're playing against conditions. Period. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the conditions were going to determine who's going to win and lose that game because right. it, it was going to if we continued on, it was going to create mistakes for somebody. Uh, so it was less against the ball and more against the conditions. So uh, we we didn't get to finish that one, but. I mean, the, the the great thing is with our group. I mean, ever since that tournament had finished up, and we we've been on a nice roll. Yeah. Uh, so even where even where we worked, uh, kind of week after or so ago, two weeks ago for that tournament. I mean, we we feel like we're a completely different team now, and that's that's how quick our group has been growing, uh, which is exciting heading into this week. Because obviously, with the Wilmington and conference this weekend, uh, we we played well at times that weekend during the Pirate Invitational. Uh, but even since then, the the Elon games and then College Charleston this weekend, we we've looked like a completely different team, and uh, a lot of that is is inexperience, good and bad, uh, that we're looking different from week to week. But uh, really happy with where we at we're at right now. We've got Shane Winkler at uh, his first year as the softball coach at East Carolina, following a successful run at GW, also some time at Charleston Southern. And uh, it's great to have uh, the fifth coach in ECU softball history uh, with us here today on the Patrick Johnson Show. Madison Davis uh, earning uh, conference honors this week, Pitcher of the Week. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, her season so far. You know, she, she's done really well. Uh, honestly, she started out the season probably going to be one of our number four, number five pitchers. Uh, she had some success in the fall, uh, but she was really inconsistent uh, throughout January uh, and the first week of practice and really the opening weekend, the first, first five games, she only saw, I think, an inning and a third. Uh, and then she got an opportunity the next weekend through well and has continued to throw well since then. So uh, she went from not sure if she's going to get many innings to, to leading our team in innings right now. So she's, she's one of our top two over the past handful of weeks, and she'll get some really meaningful innings this week and in conference play starting this weekend. So, I mean, she's, she's done really well. When, when she's not shooting herself in the foot and she's getting ahead in the count, she keeps hitters off balance a ton, and that's, that's what's made her so successful the past three weeks is she's stayed ahead and she's uh, kept hitters from being able to hit the ball hard by, um, by missing their bats and then obviously keeping them out front. So she, she's done a great job and has really settled into her role really well. We've got uh, Coach Shane Winkler on the line with us, e, uh, ECU softball coach. They've had their game with UNCW moved up to 3 o'clock tomorrow. And if you do go out uh, ahead of the reins, uh, you'll hear the uh, docile tones of the Philip the Ref Pilkington over the PA tomorrow. So, Coach, uh, if Philip messes up ever, you let me know. You text me. Stop right <laughs> there in the middle of the game we'll, and text we'll me and let me know, and, and I'll I'll get him straight. <laughs> so just let me know. That's in the middle of the Absolutely. game. Just shoot me a text. Just stop everything. Sounds good. Time I got to text PJ. All right, uh, <laughs> Logan Estes, uh, really impressed. You know she uh, has had uh, kind of some ups and downs, like like I think a lot of uh, your your pitchers have this year. But she, when she's on, she's another one that can be really effective for you. She's got a, a pretty good record. She's real gutsy out there in the circle. Yeah, no, absolutely, and that's uh, she's another one that you know struggled struggled the first weekend or so, uh, but once it clicked, she's she's done really well. And the key again for her is staying ahead of batters and in good pitching counts, and uh, she's had a lot of success with that. And the good thing she's had just success in the circle. She's had even more success at the plate. So she's helping us offensively and and pitching wise. And, and I mean, she's she's been a big reason the past. Uh, a couple weeks why we, we've gone on a little bit of run like we've had. So we're, we're going to be counting on her a ton 
uh, through this weekend and through, throughout conference play as, as well in, in middle of the order and, and at the top of the rotation. You know, uh, I've seen a lot of softball this year, Coach. I, I think your team is uh, scrappy, really a, a pretty good team. You know, maybe not the best yeah. team in the American, but, I mean, this is a good, pretty good collection of players. There's some talent. Uh, but, yeah, and that's 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 kind of the process yeah. that we want to go through. We uh, we we want to be scrappy right now, uh, and that's that's kind of the first step to being a consistent winning program. Uh, we we want to get to the point where we're obviously overpowering and dominant, and we don't have to use the word scrappy anymore. Right, but right. Uh, but that's that that's again going through the process. That's that's where we got to be right now. Well, uh, we don't yeah. have a lot of power. We don't rely on driving the ball out of the park as much as we'd like. So that's the way it was all weekend with College of Charleston. Is we we got to find a way to score runs. We got to run the bases the right way. We got to be uh, extremely aggressive and, and kind of make our own breaks. And we we've done that. And again, that's that's scrappy, and that's who we are right now. And we're gonna we're gonna continue to to grow and uh, and, and make that be our mo. But we're we're gonna get to the point with this program. Where we really build that foundation that we we run right past the scrappy and. Uh, become that explosive, impactful team that we're, yeah. we're going to be in the future. But we're, we're heading there. We're in the right direction. Tell us a little bit about Faith Jarvis's, uh, uh, you know, season where she was she basically has changed up everything, uh, assuming the, uh, the leadoff role. Yeah, I mean, she, she's, she's done an outstanding job for us. I mean, we came in, in the fall, probably our very first practice, and she's swinging away, and she, she's got an okay swing. Uh, but we, when you see her build, she's not a, a big power hitter type. Uh, she's tall, lean, fast. Uh, so I, I asked her day, day one, I'm like, have you ever slapped? She's like, yeah, I've always been a slapper until the past couple of years. I go, hmm. well, let's work on slapping. I think we need to go back there. And uh, since that day, she's, she's been outstanding, had a great fall. She's been around 400 all, all spring for us. So she's been a big-time table setter uh, for us, getting on base uh, with, with the slap and then obviously in our team and stolen bases. Uh, so she's that role has been has been big for her, but it's it's kind of taken her right back to her comfort zone. Uh, yeah. She's more been more comfortable slapping and playing some small ball, and it's it's been big for us. So uh, how how she goes, that's kind of how our offense goes at times because that that sets us up the rest of the way. You've got UNCW tomorrow at uh, three o'clock. What's the scout on the Seahawks? You know they're they're a solid team. They're seventeen and four right now. Uh, they they rely on it and a whole pitching staff as well, just like we do. So they got a couple with some great ERAs that uh, that have done done a great job throughout non conference play so far. Uh, we've had success against Colonial teams over the past uh, week plus, so hopefully we can keep that running. But they're a team that they're they've been hot. Uh, they dropped up the game their last game to North Carolina, but that was a tough fought game. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, they, they're they're used to winning right now. They've they played at home a lot, so we're, we're excited to get them on the road and get them out of their comfort zone a little bit. Uh, but it's a team that we feel like if we can start off hot and start off early, that that we'll have a good shot. But we we've been talking about that a lot with our team because we've had a lot of games where we we've got off to slow starts. When we get off to a fast start, we'll be in a good position. But uh, no, they're they're solid, and we're we're looking forward to that being a game that kind of prepares us for conference play this weekend because they're they're going to be a conference type opponent. A, where they're also scrappy as well offensively, like a handful of teams in the conference, but they rely on some really solid pitching. We've got uh, ECU softball coach Shane Winkler with us. Pirate baseball coming your way at quarter till. We'll head down to Wilmington and uh, join Scooter and Coach O for ECU and UNCW baseball. Patrick Johnson show uh, here in the meantime. Uh, Coach, uh, this weekend, you mentioned it, Memphis uh, conference opener. Uh, What I was uh, driving towards a little bit ago, I mean, I think your team – 
you know, it's a pretty decent team. And if you guys are maybe not picked uh, middle or, or top of uh, the American, boy, it must be a pretty good softball conference because, uh, and it is. But I, I, I just, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a tough year in the league if, if you guys are, you know, forecast where you are because I, I think you're going to sneak up on some folks. Yeah, that's that's the plan, and I mean we've we've spent a lot of time as a team and, and as a coaching staff, kind of watching the other teams in the conference, and obviously our our returning players have, have some experience against everyone else in the conference. But I mean, last year that the conference was ranked number four in the country. I mean, they're better than the Big Ten and uh, beating up some some Power Five conferences. Right. And right now, I think we're bouncing between that number five and number six conference in the country. So I mean, you, you've got an extremely power tough conference, and the, the thing with us is it's such a small conference. So you got seven teams, and you got three or four have the ability to go to the NCAA tournament. That's that's about a tough half neighborhood. The, half the conference has the ability to be that <laughs> yeah. that at large type team. So I mean, every time you step out, it's going to be going to be a test. And uh, I mean, on, on paper, us in Memphis were some lower in the conference, and you've seen the way we've competed against some some top hundred teams, and they've done the same. So uh, it's it is it's it's going to be a, a drag out war every time you step on the field for a conference weekend and. Uh, I think whoever is going to be at, at the top is going to struggle with any of the teams two through two through seven as well. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a fun test. It's going to be kind of similar to the SEC and some other top conference got to deal with. Every time you go out, you got to be able to got to, the ability to get yourself knocked off by another opponent. So we're excited because it's it's going to be it's going to be a challenge every time we go out. Pirate softball coach Shane Winkler. They've got uh, Memphis for a three game set this weekend uh, out in uh, Memphis. And then uh, UNCW tomorrow, the game's been moved up to three. Pirate baseball's been moved up to four tomorrow at home against Elon. And uh, still to come on the uh, Pirate schedule, certainly the conference season. Uh, but uh, Central's on there as far as uh, a regional opponent, Duke in a doubleheader, which, uh, I mean, I think s- speaks really highly of not only the facilities you have, but uh, your program that they're coming uh, down from Durham to play y'all. And uh, State's coming up. I've seen them. They they like to rely on power. And uh, will that UNC game get rescheduled? Is that how's how's that looking, Coach? You're you're, get, you're kind of getting a taste of that UNC yeah, ECU right now, deal. I don't think we'll be able to because <laughs> okay. uh, and we don't have they don't have a lot of open dates right. that, that match up with theirs. But as as we go through the season, we'll we'll keep them kind of on the back burner as one if we need to need to find a makeup game later on. But right. Uh, yeah, but if right now I would say we probably won't be able to make that one up. Yeah, gotcha. Hey, uh, you and I talked have talked about it uh, off the air. I've talked about it on uh, broadcasting a couple of your games. I mean, the appeal of of this uh, job uh, as one for you, uh, and uh, I think you've come in and, and kind of uh, brought some renewed energy and uh, consistency to the program. So let me ask you this: not so much, you know, about you wanting the job, but but how do you feel like? seems like you've instilled a lot of, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is the thing I like about what you're doing, you put a lot of onus on the players. I mean, you, you, in other words, you, it seems like you're having them take a lot of ownership, but this is not coach Winkler's team. This is the player's team. Is that a, is that a correct impression on my part? That's kind of the impression I get. I mean, it's a, it's a real kind of refreshing mentality in a lot of ways. No, absolutely. I mean, it's, I'm always been a player first driven coach that so we're looking to have the best uh, student athlete experience that we can, and I mean, it's it's from everything from the way we do rule book and everything else. I mean, it's it's all about the players and them getting an opportunity to grow up and and take ownership of the program. And 
when you do that, it, it means a little more to them. And when it means a little more to them, we're going to have a little more success. So uh, we do. We, we want them to care about the program and what's going on and, 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 and it be theirs. And they, they have. They've jumped right on board from, from the very first day. And I think some of the Zoom meetings that we had in the summer, they, they thought, wow, this sounds a little too good to be true. And they started realizing right away from myself and my staff that it's, it's genuine. It's about them. We, we're going to make sure it's a positive culture and an environment that they, that they love being a part of. And uh, we hear it from the parents all weekend long down in Charleston. We had such a great following down there this weekend. Uh, just how, how excited the players are, how excited uh, the parents and the following is. And that's, you love to hear that as a coach. Yeah. Uh, Cause you need that. You need that as a foundation for, for players to, enjoy being a part of the program because the biggest thing is we need to continue to build it. We've got the foundation built really well, the culture built really well, uh, but recruiting and everything falls on top of that. When you start seeing uh, a program that players and parents and everyone love being a part of, you got a lot of outsiders that want to be a part of it as well, and that's that's how we grow this thing. So we, we feel like we're doing it the right way, and that's the right way, Love loving the players, taking care of them, and making it be a place that they truly love being a part of. Uh, and we, we do it the right way there, we, we know success is going to follow. So that's that's been the priority, and I think we're on the right track. Hey, Coach, thank you for taking the time with us here. I know uh, it's busy midweek for you guys, uh, especially coming in back into town and day off and all that. And uh, Good stuff. I, I appreciate it. Uh, big fan of yours, and uh, anything we can do, let us know. Well, thanks, Patrick. I appreciate you having me and everything you do for, for, our, for us and uh, all, all the Pirates here so uh, thank you again and, and go pirate hey i want to tell you about victra maybe if you're somebody who is uh having to work weekends at your current job or maybe you feel like you're just getting worked overworked too many hours not enough in return you're bored maybe you want to make more money you want a new career victra they're the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers and victra their greenville contact center they are continuing to hire victra has open positions all kinds of uh, opportunities, consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support benefits, including credible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, 50% discount on your wireless bill. Uh, You can get wages prior to payday and 401k matching, so you can earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Victor is looking to hire people this week, in fact. So go online to apply and learn more. It's pit-jobs.com. Pit is in Pitt County. Pit-jobs.com for Victra. Here is the ref, Philip Pilkington, with a 94-3 The Game sports update. Thanks, Patrick. Philip Pilkington here with your 94-3 The Game sports update. We will start in pirate sports. As baseball takes on UNCW tonight, coverage will start at 545 for the 6 o'clock first pitch right here on 94-3 The Game. Tomorrow's home game against Elon has been moved up to 4 o'clock. That means coverage will start right here with the Bud Light pregame show at 345. Also, tomorrow's home softball game versus UNCW has been moved up to 3 o'clock. To the NFL, the Carolina Panthers have said they will not pursue Brown's current quarterback, Baker Mayfield. They did, however, send five team representatives to Malik Willis's pro day today, the same five that went to Kenny Pickett's yesterday. 
And the Minnesota Vikings have signed linebacker Zadarius Smith to a three-year, $42 million deal. The eighth-year player has spent with time with the Ravens and Packers in the past. Jameis Winston has signed a two-year contract to stay in New Orleans, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have given Leonard Fournette a three-year deal worth $21 million. On to Major League Baseball, the Blue Jays and Matt Chapman have reached an agreement on a two-year extension worth $25 million. And as postseason basketball winds down, UNCW will play in the semifinal of the CBI tonight against Northern Colorado. If the Seahawks win, they will face the winner of Abilene Christian in Middle Tennessee in the final tomorrow. That'll do it for your 94-3 The Game Sports update. After this timeout, the P-Man will wrap up the show and then toss it to Scooter and Coach O. Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game. Bill Clark Homes is proud to support East Carolina Athletics. The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Homes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500000 They're excited to announce the opening of their 4,000-square-foot design center this spring. The new Bill Clark Homes Design Center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes, building family traditions. Chico's in downtown Greenville is celebrating 39 years in business all month during March with a special anniversary menu. Grab your amigos and enjoy blast from the past menu favorites like Cancun oysters, chili dog, costillas, and the pollo limon. The celebration doesn't stop with your favorite Mexican food. Drop in for one of those famous Chico's margaritas in the bar or outside on the patio. Hurry in. The celebration menu ends March 31st. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. I'm in the studio with my friend Sproul Alexander, who is the Senior Vice President for Town Insurance. And Sproul, people keep coming to Town Insurance. Tell us why. Henry, it's really simple. It's because of our insurance knowledge, our product choices, our ability to service our clients, and our community involvement. That's true. We see Town Insurance everywhere. But now let's talk about the choices. What kind of choices are there? What kind of insurance do you handle for people? Our choices are endless. No matter what kind of insurance that you may need, we can handle it for you. And we're talking about business. We're talking about health insurance. We're talking about home and auto, the whole gamut. Yes, sir. All right. So, folks, come to town. That's town insurance. And uh, tell us the telephone number they can reach you. 252-756-8300. And the website? Towninsurance.com, town with an E. Got to put that E on the town. Folks, now is the time to come to town. Town Insurance. 94.3 The Game's Miracle Maker Radiothon is back. We believe in miracles. Thursday and Friday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. We're teaming up with the Children's Miracle Network, supporting the James and Connie Maynard Children's Hospital at Vident Medical Center. Call in your pledges to give the gift of growing up and ensure miracles keep happening in ENC. Thank you. Visit 943thegame.com now to make an early donation and learn more. With 94.3 The Game, caring for our communities. Pirate Fest, presented by Sup Dogs and Sudden Link, is a free event including 150 vendors, food trucks, and of course, pirates. Join us Friday, April 8th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. for food trucks, beer and wine, vendors, and music from DJ Tay James. On Saturday, April 9th, finish off the day with a concert on the Town Common from Grammy-nominated recording country artist Eric Paslett. 
more information, visit PirateFestNC.com. It's going to be awesome. This town ain't big. This town ain't This is the second greatest baseball song ever recorded. Alabama. It's about minor league baseball thing. Here we go. Hey, man, that's the heart and soul of the country is minor league baseball. It is. We sit below the Marlboro Man. See? Can't say that anymore. You don't have the Marlboro. They used to have the Marlboro Man in Kinston. I remember that as a kid. We'd go see the Kinston Blue Jays and then the Indians. Wow. That's, yeah. I've heard of the Marlboro Man. I was a little before my time. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks to Shane Winkler for being on with us. He was uh, excellent. I, I think he's he's going to do a really great job here with the uh, program, softball program. I already like what I'm seeing. This is a team that didn't play well from behind last year. It seemed a lot of their wins are games they jumped on early, and they've had multiple come-from-behind wins this year. A lot of heart with this team. Yeah. So uh, that is the case there. We're heading you out to uh, Wilmington in a few minutes for East Carolina and UNCW. And uh, that'll be uh, Scooter and Coach O on the call. Have a few more of these 45-minute uh, shows leading in for the rest of the season. Uh, and uh, we'll be back Thursday with a regular 5 to 6. Brian Mull will be joining us. And uh, we'll be also talking our Children's Miracle Network. Friday, we're working on everything. But uh, we'll be leading you into coverage against uh, VCU for baseball. So we'll, we'll see how all that uh, plays out. Might uh, have some, some interesting and exciting guests that day. Uh, but we'll also be part of the uh, Children's Miracle Network uh, Radiothon that day, Thursday and Friday. So we hope uh, you'll uh, you'll come to us with a full heart and an open uh, wallet or pocketbook because uh, we want you to, to give. And look, I'll say this, no amount is uh, too big or too small. So we'll uh, send it to baseball here in just a few minutes. We will be uh, preempted tomorrow because East Carolina's game against Elon has been moved up from 6.30 to 4 o'clock. So we'll be on the air at 345 tomorrow. No PJ show. And uh, we'll have Pirate Baseball. Great to always uh, see the ref, Philip Pilkington. Great job, Philip. And we will catch you uh, Thursday for another edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. Stay tuned. Pirate Baseball is next. It's time to travel again, and it's time to enjoy the convenience of flying from Pitt Greenville Airport. Reservations are available now at AA.com. Whether you're flying for business or leisure, Pitt Greenville Airport and American Airlines can get you to Charlotte and then anywhere on the map. You can't beat the convenience.